Welcome, everyone, to a special live edition of the show. We're, we're generally always live, though not usually this early in the day, but we get some breaking news that we just had to bring you, and that would be concerning Rupert Murdoch and Fox News. Rupert Murdoch was the founder of Fox News. He has just, I don't know what you call this, fired himself. He's just announced that he has stepped down from both Fox News and Fox Corporation. It's a time for change, he says. And this is actually kind of hysterical. This is never good when the stock price goes up, when the guy in charge or gal in charge leaves. But uh, investors are applauding it. They're like, see ya. You know, they can't get him out fast enough. 92 years old, really not able to, in my estimation anyway, and I've talked about this a lot, really anticipate all the changes that are happening within the media industry and consequently Fox News, News Corp, all of these companies under his control really do risk being left in the dust. We've talked about this at length. I know none of you like Disney, probably none of you like Fox either, but Disney at least is trying to adapt to these changing times. Not the case there with Mr. Rupert Murdoch, who was the um, head of both these companies. He's now going to be, quote unquote, chair emeritus of both companies. I'm going to share with you the the detailed note that he left for the staff there today. And we're going to talk here about what's really going on because I don't think he's entirely exiting stage left. Now, he's too smart for that. He's just looking for a new headline. He's looking for a new headline, shall we say, because there is this little book that just got released or is about to get released. We just saw some excerpts from it yesterday. It's a very gossip-ridden, scandalous kind of book, the kind of stuff that Michael Wolff does. And none of it makes Rupert Murdoch look so so good, right? I mean, there there's stories in here about how he repeatedly wished for Donald Trump to be dead. <laughs> so you know that's not necessarily good for a conservative news outlet when the entire conservative party, some 60% of Republicans want Donald Trump to be president again. So it could just be that this is Rupert Murdoch kind of thinking, okay, I got to be clever here. I got to, I got to sort of salvage my reputation. And maybe the answer is I leave. And that becomes the headline, right? Because he's not stupid. Although apparently he thinks Hannity is. That's another one of the excerpts from the book. So there's a lot of little tidbits and a lot of reporting for journalists that I suspect he's really not too fond of seeing over and over and over again. Quick reminder, if you have not subscribed to this channel, do me that favor. Subscribe right there. Just hit the button. Hit the bell. We are here every single day. Lots of analysis on everything that's happening right now, politically, financially, and of course, um, within the news industry itself as well. I do want to point out shares of Fox are trading up nearly 3% right now, which is just sort of actually just 2%. There you go. Okay, there's a there's there's some saving grace, Rupert. Investors aren't are just trading your share price up 2%, up 54 cents, $29.27. So they're like, again, as I said, see ya. Let me go through the note that he issued to staff here. Um, So Rupert Murdoch sent out this email, and I quote, for my entire professional life, I have been engaged daily with news and ideas, and that will not change. But the time is right for me to take on different roles, knowing that we have truly talented teams. Hmm. And a passionate principled leader in Lachlan, that would be his son, who will become sole chairman of both companies. So my goodness, um, look, Lachlan has been 
pretty involved from the business side. You've seen him. He's the guy that they put up in front of advertisers. They put on the earnings calls. And he's the guy who apparently, according to his dad, really let the place kind of come apart at the seams, giving, in his dad's estimation, Tucker Carlson too much power, which then led to scenes like this. Shall we show you here? This is Chuck Schumer just going bonkers on Fox and Rupert and demanding effectively that they fire Tucker. Rupert Murdoch would argue that that was Lachlan's doing. So shareholders, I don't know. Like, I wish you guys well on this stock, let me tell you. It's a good thing it's primarily owned by the family. Here we go. Right. Millions of Americans tuned in to one of the most shameful hours we have ever seen on cable television. Fox News host Tucker Carlson ran a lengthy segment last night arguing the January 6th Capitol attack was not a violent insurrection. I don't think I've ever seen... He goes on to say it's like the worst thing he's ever seen in cable, and he's calling on Rupert Murdoch to not allow Tucker Carlson on the air anymore with this. Well, that's eventually, of course, what happened. Again, if you were just joining us, we have some breaking news I'm bringing you right now on Fox. The guy who started it all, Rupert Murdoch, he's stepping down. He said he's not totally, like, he's not totally out of the picture. He's just no longer official. But he eats, sleeps, and breathes news, apparently, so he's still going to be involved. Look, He's 92 years old, and we talk about the president being so old, and, and like this guy is that much older, right? And so he kind of, in my estimation, has made some very, very badly calculated moves. In other words, the judgment is not entirely there. I mean, you might say, why the heck is a company that built itself around Tucker Carlson getting rid of Tucker Carlson, right? Like maybe that's kind of an obvious one. But there's other stuff, for example— during his testimony that he was giving during that Dominion lawsuit, and don't forget what's coming up, Smartmatic, he won, tried to pretend with the lawyers that he wasn't involved in the daily business of the company. Well, that became kind of a big deal in the case. And eventually his lawyers had to apologize to the judge and to the other side because it turns out that, oh, Rupert was heavily, heavily involved in all of the news production, which, you know, I worked there, what, five five years, I mean, I can tell you, he was. He was most certainly. I mean, it was it was always an edict. Rupert wants this. Rupert wants that. So the whole idea that he didn't know what was going, that was totally bogus. And so it was just flat out lying to the judge. And the lawyers wound up getting in some trouble for that. But the other thing that he did was he meandered in his testimony. And he sat there and said, yeah, you know, like, Maybe we should have done this. Maybe we should have done it. Maybe some of these hosts were a little out of control. So this all comes out. Can you imagine one of your PR? You feel for them, right? They're like, oh, my goodness, what did he say? And two, if you're the other side, if you're Dominion, you're like, ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Another really, really bad idea that Rupert had was somehow he thought he could settle this in the beginning for $50 million. A, a company said, wait a second, we've been totally defamed. We have no future. We used to sell our things all around the world. We can't get clients now because you have dragged our name through the mud. And he thought, no big deal. And even though some people said, you know, you might want to settle this, my estimation is, you know what, you settle it or, or you ride that one all the way and you don't give up. 
Because, by the way, it's totally bad precedent for journalists in general to be given up on that. Anyway, he thought he could get away with 50 million bucks and they go away and that would be the end of it. That was not the case at all. So now you get Smartmatic that's suing for even more money. And what was Dominion? $1.6 billion? And Smartmatic is like two point something. So I think that this is very much a calculated move. Don't forget, like he parts easily with people. It's very interesting because Fox News wasn't like that for a while. I mean, if you think about the leadership that it used to have, the old guard, when the place was run previously, they weren't just like, you know, knocking people off left and right. And I think that really came from the management itself, And that would have been Roger Ailes. And of course, there's been a lot of bad stuff reported about him. And I'm not justifying that in any way. But I am telling you, the guy knew how to run a tight ship and knew how to protect producers and on-air people, clearly from the wrath of Murdoch. Because Murdoch's like, yep, off with his head. At one point, according to the Michael Wolf book, which I do think Murdoch is trying to deflect from, he was like, okay, let's get rid of Hannity. Let me see if I can pull you these uh, quotes from the book, because this is really quite something. This was um, something that The Guardian reported on. They had a, an excerpt of the book. I'm going to share this with you because it shows you that he was just willing to, you know, just cut people loose very easily. People who helped build the network. You think about Sean Hannity, who was there from the very beginning. And he, he said, um, apparently, when Murdoch was brought reports of Hannity's on and off air defense of post Fox election or post election coverage. He perhaps seemed to justify his anchor by saying, quote, he's retarded like most Americans. Okay. So he doesn't respect the guy that's on the air. And here's the more important thing. He doesn't respect Americans. He's not American. I mean, maybe he is now because he got, He got his green card, his passport, and all that good stuff. He's an immigrant himself. He started off in Australia and became a very big deal, took over his dad's newspaper, got into the tabloid business. Really, you know, people are expendable. Think about what the tabloid business is, right? So he there was saying about Hannity, he's retarded like most Americans. This tells you what Rupert Murdoch thinks of Americans, And when you don't respect your audience, when you don't respect the people that love you, that have helped you build that network, you don't belong there. So I actually think that this move, I think he fired himself. (laughs) He fired himself. He's like, all right, let me see if I can actually change the headline on this one, because this isn't good for me. Reminder, subscribe, subscribe to this show. We are live here with you here on YouTube. We are also live on Facebook I and, and live on Twitter as well. I'm just going to see if I can see some of your comments here because uh, let, let me know what you're thinking. You can also weigh in in the comments below. But again, go to the subscribe button. Make sure, make sure if you would, that you do indeed hit that subscribe and the bell. The bell is really, really important because you're going to know then when I am live. But this is pretty wild stuff. Again, going back to shares of Fox. So don't forget, there's class A, there's class B. They have two sets of this company and well, they're all trading up right now. So looking at, uh, here we go. Share uh, Fox shares Corp B up 1.8%, This is um, kind of one of the highest moments we've seen in recent weeks. Don't forget the stock is down significantly from where it had been. 
at one point trading within the last year above $34 a share. So now at $29.26, and that's a good day. That's a good day for Fox. Look, investors realize what it is, and that is that it is going to continue to be a profitable company. It's just not going to be a really growth-oriented company. And what they're going to have to do is squeeze these margins like you wouldn't believe. So Sean Hannity may be getting a pay cut, but you know what? Sean will be fine. Sean can go out on his own. I don't actually understand why he hasn't done that yet. I think the smartest move for anybody that can is to go just do it your own way. I mean, maybe it's nice to get a big paycheck and not have to worry about the headache of starting yourself But Sean could certainly do it. Anyone with talent really there. And that's what's changing in this industry. This is Michael Wolf's book. As I said, the the end of Fox News, he's predicting this. I predicted this ages ago because all you have to do is come over here to this platform where we're like living in 3D and you see it, right? You see it in real time that things are changing dramatically. And pretty soon, you know, Leslie will be able to bring you on and you'll be able to talk It'll be like a giant Zoom session, and and it won't just be me reading your comments. Well, Fox doesn't have that, in part because structurally they can't because the deals are in place with the cable companies, right? If the cable companies are going to pay you whatever it is, a dollar, $10, 50 cents, a subscriber, they don't want your content being streamed online, understandably, for free. Why would they? And so what some of these networks and all of these legacy media companies have gotten themselves into is a bit of a trap, right? Because they work for the cable companies. The cable companies are the ones paying the fees. And so they're missing out on the other revenue stream, which really wouldn't be that significant necessarily for them, but will be as we move into the future. Because the kids these days, as they like to say, they're all here. They're listening to podcasts on YouTube. They're, they're participating in the media in a much more 3D style environment, which means all those networks are kind of doomed. This is what Bob Iger gets. This is what Bob Iger, and you know, like, I'm not saying he's the smartest man in the room. By all means, no, that is way too woke a company that has gotten itself in all kinds of trouble because of its wokeness. But the good news, right, is that you're not going to see this lady much longer. Breaking news. Uh, we just... I'll learn that you know who has received a letter from special counsel Jack Smith notifying him. (laughs) You're not going to see her because Bob Iger is trying to sell ABC and he's trying to sell ESPN and he's trying to sell all his legacy media businesses. But, you know, he has that option because there's more businesses. Fox, on the other hand, just kind of has one thing going. And the one thing it has going, it's really terrified could get it taken away because, gosh, what happens if the Biden administration actually starts looking at and saying, maybe you're a monopoly? Maybe, you know, you're kind of the only game in town. I mean, heck, you got the Wall Street Journal, you got Fox News, you've got the New York Post, you've got all these affiliates across the country. I mean, that could start getting dicey. So I think this is a very calculated move. Rupert Murdoch making the wise decision to step down. The problem is he's got no one to replace him, right? Don't tell me it's Lachlan because it was under Lachlan that they wound up paying $787 million to Dominion. So how much are they going to pay to Smartmatic? Now you could say, well, insurance is going to cover it. Maybe, but if insurance covers the Dominion, how the heck are these people going to get any insurance knowing that Smartmatic is coming down the line, right? So the insurance is going to be It's crazy, crazy going forward. And then you got these shareholder lawsuits. I told you about this the other day. Now they may be a little bit politically motivated. Full disclosure, right? Because you're talking about Oregon and New York City. 
these pension funds coming forward and suing Fox News saying, hey, wait a second, you didn't have the right kind of management system in place. It's so obvious. They didn't. They didn't have any management, any management at all. And consequently, they're in the trouble they're in, and they're going to continue getting in this trouble. And there's very much sort of a jerk reaction from the team there. They have a, a very nice woman, but who's in way over her head and way out over her skis because she can't control the newsroom. Think about it. Newsrooms are vicious places, right? You get all kinds of big personalities. They want to get their stories and their guests on the air. And then you get all their producers and they're all fighting for their particular shows and their particular hosts so that they get the interviews. I mean, they are like, it's like Lord of the Flies. So if you don't have a good, firm hand managing that, and I'm sorry, Suzanne, lovely woman, but she doesn't project that kind of authority. If you don't have that, what do you got? And by the way, Lachlan doesn't project it either. Thank you very much. Other than maybe Lachlan and Suzanne together were able to kind of send a message to everyone. Ha ha, we can fire you. Problem is, even if they fire him, everybody's like, great, you know, I'm going to go do my own thing. Look at what Tucker is doing. I mean, I just think it's really incredible when you consider how many views he got for his Donald Trump interview. What, 260 some odd million versus Fox News's Oh, I can't even remember. It was like, guys, help me out. What was it, like 10 million? I mean, it wasn't even what they got back in 2016. It was just no contest, no contest. And I think that kind of said it all. And that's going to scare the living daylights out of them. I mean, look, you know, Rupert, unfortunately, is, is not probably long for this world. He's 92 years old. We wish him well. He says he's in good health. This has nothing to do with his health. And we hope that, you know, he lives a good, solid Another 15 years, that would be wonderful, right? But, but he's up there. And this is a company that doesn't have a succession plan. I haven't watched that show. I probably should. Everybody said it's really interesting. But this is the guy who's now out on his own, doing his own thing in a pretty interesting and brave way. He had a whole theory about why Fox was so challenged. I want to play this for you right now because I think that it'll give you some insight sort of into what I'm talking about in terms of the management, the management just being absolutely positively awful there. Uh, let's see if we can pull this up for you. Um, he really, he really, he actually felt it was just, you know, these, these women that were kind of out there. I've said before, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily a woman thing. I just think it's like a clueless thing and like, a timid thing. And, and there's a guy who's like second in command to Suzanne and same thing, right? Like these people are way too timid and you can't be that way. Not in a newsroom, not on a battlefield. And effectively it is a battlefield and these people don't get it. Here's Tucker Carlson explaining why Fox is doomed. Let me ask you this before the Fox unwind. And you mean I got fired? Yes. <laughs> Did you think you like, were you uh, ardent? Like, go Fox go guy or do my view on Fox hasn't really changed they let me say whatever I want whatever I wanted really for 14 years and I, I'll never stop being grateful for that and then obviously I said too much and I'm not exactly sure what I said that was bad no one ever told me but one day they're like oh can't have this anymore and they fired me and I even told them as they were firing me like it's your business I made a pencil up never work for anyone else again and, and I never will but um I can't be mad about it. I mean, they were they were great to me. The Murdochs were always nice to me. And uh, 
And one day, for whatever reason, they'd had enough. So I wasn't, my feelings weren't hurt. I was not expecting it. So were you, like, when, for, for me, when I was with Penn, I knew there were things. It's like, oh, I can't go there. They made that clear. Did you feel like at Fox you could say whatever you want? Well, there was always internal. Pu- I mean, they, the Murdochs were always nice. They never got in my way at all. They were always super nice to me. But there were, you know, small, mo- it's a company run by fearful women. Yep. You know what I mean? And there were always, like... <laughs> Anyway, I, I think there's a few highlights there. You heard him say he's never going to work for anyone again. Mental note, he was caught by surprise. I was caught by surprise, too. It's like, what the heck, guys? But I think perhaps part of what's being missed here is how easily, how easily the Murdochs were willing, right, to to just off with their head, including Rupert being willing to chop his own head off right now. Maybe to distract from all the negativity. Another headline that I should share with you is that he really didn't like Trump. In fact, he went so far as to wish Donald Trump dead. I'm going to quote here. Murdoch, Wolf says, directs considerable anger Trump's way. At one point, tweeting friends to a rat-a-tat of jaw-clenching F's that showed a revulsion as passionate as that of any helpless liberal. He really hated him. More even than that, Michael Wolf reports that Murdoch, 92 years old, has often wished out loud that Donald Trump, 77, was dead. Again, this doesn't go over well with your audience, Mr. Rupert Murdoch, right? Your audience loves him. You hate him. And now you're in this really weird space. Quote, Trump's death became a Murdoch theme. Wow. I mean, it's kind of dark, right? Wolf goes on to say, quote, we would all be better off. This could all be solved if, how could you still be alive? How could he still be alive? Have you seen him eat? Have you seen what he looks like, what he eats? And then also in this, mm, (laughs) I mean, it's gross. Who are these people? I mean, come on. Like, no class, no class. This Lachlan guy goes out and buys like a $151 million mansion. Sorry, buddy, you can't buy it, okay? And we know you got no class because if this is true, and apparently Michael Wolf has plenty of people saying so, he bought toilet paper with Donald Trump's face on it. And they were quite proud of this. Apparently, visitors came to their house and expressed relief and satisfaction. Because <laughs> they saw the toilet paper with Trump's face on it. I mean, come on, gross, gross. Like the whole thing is just gross. I mean, look, I think the company um, will continue to print money for a while. I, I don't wish any of them any ill. I was there five years. I had a good run. I would like to see, frankly, for the success of this country, for as many players on this stage as possible. We need Newsmax. We need Fox News. We need News Nation. We need all of these players. And you know what? Dare I say it? We need MSNBC and CNN as well. We need as much news as we can get because we need to be able to consume it all. Where I have a problem is when they start to say, you can see this, but you can't see that. That's been happening and that'll happen some more. And so I'm wary of that. 
And I don't like the idea that anybody wants to put Fox News out of business. I think, again, if I just look at it objectively as an investor, it's not going to be a growth stock. But hey, you know, at some point, maybe it becomes one of those dividend stocks. Maybe it's just, you know, something that it kind of is like, you know, prints money and it's fine. And it's not going to necessarily have huge stars making tons of money in the future and big production budgets, but that's okay. We still, we still need them, right? Because we need players in this space. I think it's wonderful that the patriarch is making room for a new generation, whether or not that new generation can succeed here. I have my doubts, but again, they just don't need to screw it up. Just don't screw it up, right? Like if you just kind of baby it a little bit, maybe that's the answer because it does make a lot of money. Wow. This is wild. Oh my goodness, everyone. Rupert Murdoch fires himself effectively. I'm, I'm, uh, using a little poetic license there, but it is interesting that the guy who runs the company, who started the company, is now choosing to step down. I think because he realizes this book is going to be a distraction and he's getting up there and it's probably not a good thing for him to have to testify in front of Smartmatic, although I'm guessing he will. Hey, I'm going to be back with another show later today. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure it's really, really important that you subscribe, that you hit the bell. We've got so much more to talk about. There's more Lachlan's, uh, Lachlan. Oh, well, that was a weird slip, right? I was going to say there's more Hunter stuff coming our way. Hunter Biden, we got to get into all of that. I will see you in a bit. Thank you for tuning in. More to discuss.